0: Blog Talk Radio. by my expert, one Silva. What's up, man?
1: Good evening, Logan. Good evening, wrestling fans, as we talk about two more of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. Indeed, and uh,
0: these are two uh, great brawls. Um, Hopefully, we'll see something like this with uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, but I don't think so. But look, well, (laughs) WrestleMania coming up, so uh, that's on the mind, but uh, this is some classic stuff here. Uh, steel cage match between uh, Valentine and uh, Tito Zantana. And then we go to uh, Lex Luger against Ron Simmons in 1991. So uh, no shortage of brawls here. Uh, what What, the, what is the, the first? I guess we should talk about the Valentine-Tito match because that came first.
1: Yeah, I, I want to give a little history on and a little background on this feud. One of the greatest feuds in the history of the World Wrestling Federation was the feud between Tito Santana and Greg DeHamel Valentine over the World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Championship. Logan, back in September of 1984, Santana, who had defeated Don Morocco in February of 84 to win the Intercontinental Championship, lost the title to Greg Valentine in Canada. What happened, Logan, was Santana had gone for the pin on Valentine, and while the referee was counting the three, Valentine draped his foot over the rope. Santana, thinking that he had won, raises his hand, turns his back on Valentine. Valentine clips him in the knee, puts him in the figure four. Santana submits. So this set up, great angle, setting up a feud for the next eight, nine months where they would feud for the Intercontinental Championship.
0: And it looked like before this, uh, Valentine had really laid a beating on uh, Tito. Uh, maybe attacked him, a pro harbor job or something. but
1: uh... No, what happened was in that match, the, the storyline was Santana lost, and not only did he lose the a, a, Intercontinental a Championship, they made it sound like he broke his leg, like Valentine broke his leg, and Santana had to miss a few months, storyline purpose. And I remember in December of 84 on a Piper's Pit, remember, Logan, the Valentine and Piper had that classic feud in the Crockett territory in 83, which culminated in the door collar match at the first Starcade, a match we covered on the first episode of the greatest matches of all time. And so a year later, on Piper's Pit, Roddy Piper keeping within storyline is very uneasy as he interviews Greg Valentine. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, I have here Greg the Hammer, and he's looking at Valentine with evil eyes. Captain Lou Albano was the manager of Valentine at that time, stepped in and said, no, no." Valentine went to Piper, and and and, and Valentine was like, you know what you did to Chibby Stucker, Breaking his neck is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And Albano steps in and says, Valentine, Piper, you guys have a lot in common, and they hug. So that basically starts their friendship. And continues the feud with Valentina's Antenna.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh a little bit of acknowledgement of that history, but uh in this feud, man, I I remember this feud back when I was a kid and
1: uh you know, it, it
0: really made the uh intercontinental championship seem important and, and and really the secondary title of the promotion. Uh and and Tino's antenna was really the number two baby phase time, wasn't
1: he? W- without a doubt. You you know, and and because of that he had great political power. It, um, remember, George Scott was the original booker for for the WWF when they did the expansion in 84. In 85, no, it was 85 up until early 86. He was beginning to push guys like Valentine and uh, Ricky Steamboat because he had them in, with, with, with Crockett. Valet, um, Val- Santana and Hogan... Did not like this. Went to McMahon, and they wound up ousting George Scott as the booker, bringing in Pat Patterson.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure a lot of cats who had, who back in the day used to use the uh, Greg Valentine action figure as the Ric Flair action figure, you know, because uh, he, was, he was uh, the figure four and he had the blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, he was the perfect uh, guy to use as Ric Flair uh, in, in your fantasy battles between Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. But uh, this this match now, it's, it's you know, there's no love laws. Obviously, this is a, a blood feud. And so they don't do any wrestling holds, really, in this. They're just fucking, I mean, I think uh, Valentine goes for the figure four a couple times. But for the most part, this is a complete and utter brawl. He, like a, he, When
1: he does put uh, Santana in to figure four, as Gorilla Monsoon says as he announces the match, it's so he can incapacitate Santana so he can walk out the cage. It's not to make him submit, because you can't win by submission. you got to climb the cage or go through the door.
0: But he never actually gets it on. No. Uh, he, gets, he gets kicked off. And uh, so in in this first instance, you see, like, uh, you have uh, Valentine trying to get in the ring, and Santana basically just pulls him in by his head.
1: Uh, and then, you
0: know, you can tell by his body language that he, really pissed off that he wants to beat the shit out of Valentine and and that's what that's the thing that uh, Tito Santana had, man. He had a way to tell a story with his body of how pissed off he was, his ass sticking out, his arms to his side, you know. Tito pissed
1: Santana out. was the ultimate fiery baby face, sort of like a yeah. Pedro Morales where you yeah. know they use that stereotypical Latin anger to their advantage and to you know, to to get the crowd growing and get the the baby face heat. Yeah, and the
0: crowd was way into this, man. And, uh, you know, like, today, the crowd would never be into a fucking Intercontinental title match. But here, it was like... No, no
1: but they, they they gutted the title. The Intercontinental Championship was created back in 1979. And basically, it was the, work, the worker's belt. Usually, it was a great worker that held the championship. When you look at the history of the Intercontinental Championship. Ken Patera, great worker. Pedro Morales. Magnificent Morocco, a great worker. Tito Santana, a great worker. Macho Man Savage, a great worker. Ricky Steamboat, a great worker. Unfortunately, the next two guys who held it for a long time were not great workers. Hockey Talk Man and Ultimate Warrior. Rick Rude, great worker. Um, Sam Michael. um, Before that, Mr. Perfect, a great worker. Kerry, Kerry Von Erich, not a great worker. He was one leg. All right. <laughs> Bret Hart, a great worker. After Bret Hart, Davey Boy Smith, a great worker. Shawn Michaels, a great worker. As you can see, the upper. See, up until Owen Hart had the Intercontinental Championship, it was the number two title and always a great worker.
0: So this is always. This, this match here is like just trying to get out of the cage and like the suspense is that. You know, Valentine you know, a lot of times he almost gets up to the top but then Pedro grabs by a leg. I
1: love when he's on the top rope and Santana pushes him off and he falls to the f- he does he falls to the floor and if he falls wrong he breaks his
0: leg. Yeah, he falls in between the rope and the cage. Right, <laughs> and he and,
1: and very awkward awkward I might add, he you know a nasty bump.
0: Yeah, but then uh um Tito comes down and clotheslines himself on the top, on the turnbuckle. And uh, so he's a little bit uh, banged up. And then and then you see Valentine at one point in the match with the door open, and he's just beating the shit out of Tito. Like, he's punching him in the face. You know, like, he's got him in the full mount, and he's just, like, pummeling him uh, hammer style. What's love about that
1: is they, they, they're both going towards... The door. They're outside the door, and it looks like Valentine, by pummeling Santana, is going to be able to reach over him and get out the cage. Santana holds on, allowing the referee to close the door again. Yeah.
0: So they they come back in, and uh, I mean this is a really short, pretty short match, only about ten minutes. He basically uh, uh, he gets the upper hand. I, mean, I oh yeah. Uh, Valentine goes for a figure four. Um, Tito kicks him off, rams his head into the cage by kicking him off so so hard, and then basically go, climbs up and goes over. And as he's going over,
1: and, and, and very oh man, the the climax is great because as Santana's climbing over the cage, Valentine is
0: going out the door.
1: Selling, he's selling his head, getting shot into the into the cage, scraggly trying to get out the ring out through the door at the same time Santana comes down. Before Valentine can get out the door, Santana jumps to the floor, wins the Continental Championship. Valentine, in frustration, tries to destroy the belt, and then finally, Santana runs him out. Great match, great ending to this feud. This ends the feud, Logan, because a month later, Valentine and Beefcake would win the World Tag Team Championship from the team of Rotundo and Wyndham.
0: Yeah, and uh, right when Valentine's trying to get out the cage, uh, uh, Tito fucking slams the door on his head right before he can get out.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention that. You're right.
0: You're right. <laughs> it was a great ending to the match. He slammed and he,
1: full force.
0: No faking there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: full force.
0: So, yeah, so that was a great match. Great feud. And uh, just, uh, you know, he just shows you this, like, when, when you, a steel cage match, doesn't have to be long, doesn't have to be bloody even, and it's still going to be awesome. But you know what?
1: A, a steel cage match should not be long. It doesn't make right. sense for a steel cage match to be long. It's supposed to be a fight, right? A steel cage, a no-holds-bar steel cage
0: fight. Yep, and 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 it really was. This was a fucking like barroom brawl in a cage. So let's go on to this next match here. Uh, we got... Uh, uh, Lex Luger defending his world title, who he won from Rick Flair?
1: No. Um, no. Let me go to the back story to this. J- the, the Great American Bash 1991, one of the worst pay-per-views of all time, one of the most controversial pay-per-views of all time, because it was held right after Flair was fired by Jim Heard. And so Flair took his title and went to the WWF. And you know they had the whole thing where they had to hold him up in court so they, oh,
0: yeah, he brought the belt over.
1: Yeah, the real-world champion and all that. So Luger beat Wyndham for the vacant title at that Great American Bash, a match that was shitted on by the fans as they kept screaming, we want flair, we want flair.
0: Yeah, they didn't even acknowledge the... Uh, Major title
1: defense after winning the title from by beating Wyndham at the Great American Bash.
0: Okay, so, uh, Licks Luger the heel here, uh, is, is being challenged by Ron Simmons, like pretty much a super baby face at this point. Um, he was he was uh, being managed, I guess, by uh, Dusty Rhodes. It was, was a one
1: 9 only at the press at, at the previous months at the September ninety one Clash of Champions. They had the press conference where Ron Simmons and Lex Luger would sign a contract to agree to face each other on Halloween Havoc. During during the signing of the of, of the um. Of the contracts, Dusty Rhodes was there. Lex Luger calls Ron Simmons. You know, he says after this match, you could you could be my you could be my uh, my driver and whatever. He makes a racist remark, and they have to be pulled apart. And Dusty Rhodes is like tells Harley Race, "I'm going to be in Luger's corner." Oh,
0: okay, so yeah, and it was a. It was I mean, the, I'm going
1: uh, to be in Ron Simmons' corner. My bad.
0: And it was a pretty oh, look at like these two, man. They look like chiseled. They're both great look, athletes. These are hey. This
1: is this is Jim Ross's wet dream come true. Two great chiseled former college football players. <laughs> yep. And they're
0: and they're and they're uh, were they on the same team or what was it? They yeah. On the same
1: team in the United States Football League, a, a, a league oh, that right. in the mid '80s tried to battle the NFL. And trivia note. The NFL was found guilty of conspiring to destroy the USFL in court, and guess how much the, the judge uh, rewarded the USFL? How much? One dollar.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> so, so anyway, yes, they were teammates on on the Tampa Bay squad in Florida, and another trivia note. Lex Luger played for Miami University. Ron Simmons, one of the greatest players in the history of Florida State University, and they battled each other on the playing field in college, and they were teammates in the in the in the USFL. And Lex Luger helped Ron Simmons get into professional wrestling. Well, here we have, uh, you
0: know, no no hand of friendship here. Uh, we've got Lex Luger playing a great heel. And also very under- I want, I want to coach.
1: mention something. In my opinion, this is Lex Luger's greatest performance because he's not going up against a so-called great worker. We've we've mentioned several of Luger's matches on this show, and they've been against uh, great workers, the Ric Flair and the Steiner. In this match, not only is he facing a guy that's not considered a great worker, Luger comes into the ring with a staff infection. Oh, okay.
0: Well, he's definitely, I think, uh, uh, an underrated guy. Uh, Lex Luger especially during this time. And uh, you know, he often gets shitted on, but like I thought he did some great work here. And if I thought look this at, if you look at
1: Luger's career up until ninth, up until he goes to the WWF and even in WCW before the W W F and after the W W F he has he had some great matches, great ranked positions. I love Lex Luger. I hate the fact that he gets shitted on.
0: Yeah, great charisma. You know, I mean, let's face it. He definitely, I mean, he wasn't Hulk Hogan, but he was He was definitely at some Remember charisma. the
1: pop he got when he beat Hogan on Nitro to win the WCW title?
0: So anyway, so here we got um, him. He's coming out and um, coming out strong here against uh, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons is so, like, he, he tries for a drop kick, which shows you the kind of athlete he is. He, he gets way up there with that drop kick. He misses. That gives um, uh, that gives Luger the upper hand. But then uh, Ron Simmons comes right back with a power slam and a fucking um, spine buster. And the the sidewalk ball. slam, and he pins Luger one,
1: two, three, right away. And um, Jim Ross is going crazy. Oh,
0: oh! Yeah. Simmons, right away. Oh, my God. And this shows you what a great uh, seller Lex Luger is because he's
1: sells his back after this. He that his, his back. His back is fucked up.
0: Yeah, like the whole match after this, his back is like totally fucked up. At One thing about happened.
1: Luger, another thing that he never gets credit for, great seller when he's hurt. In the matches against Ric Flair, the classic matches, whenever Flair works on the leg, yeah. whenever he loses, it's because his leg gives out. He always... Say was the leg, never gets Absolutely. the credit. And in this match, Logan, he has a legit injury going into the match, and he just works his ass off. Second fall, and this is where Harley Race comes in, Harley Race holds Simmons down as Luger goes over the top rope, making it look like Simmons tossed him over the top rope. Disqualification, second fall goes to Luger.
0: Yep, and uh, you have here, I mean, this is just like, a match of power moves back and forth, but it's still fast paced and it's you know. It's fast paced. It just...
1: There's no resting in this match. Fast paced, and it's one power power move after the other. And you know, Luger usually does the torture rack or the press slam. I think because he had the staff infection, a and b, they wanted to sell Simmons' power. Those two moves didn't come into effect in this match, so it showed Luger winning with doing doing two moves. Without using two of his signature moves,
0: that's exactly it. And you know, it's uh, this match would be a good model for the Brock Lesnar more of a Roman Reigns match. Since uh, Roman Reigns doesn't really know many moves, I, uh, I, you know,
1: any 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 time you got two wrestlers that
0: come in the ring and they're built like brick shit
1: houses and they're not great great workers, this is the match to look at to show that guys with that type of ability and physique. Could have a match like this.
0: Could have yeah, a match. Yeah, you they're both, know the both great athletes here. They,
1: and, I mean, in, can... in, in the Hurricane Runners, you could do a great match, power move after power move, if you exit if executed flawlessly like these two did in 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 the, in the match. And in the third fall, third fall, they're go in the third fall, they're going after each other with every type of power move. Sentence does a power slam. Um, there's a there, there was a move he does. Where, where the referee does two and a two-and-a-half count, and Jim Ross like, oh, he almost got it! He almost got it!
0: Yes, well, he, 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 um, he also uh, gets him in a superplex. Uh, gets, the superplex uh, off
1: the top rope, and the referee almost hits three. Jim Ross is losing his mind. Dusty Rose is like, oh!
0: <laughs> yeah, Harley Race thought that shit was a fan. Uh And then Harley Race is doing great as the manager for... Uh, um, Harley
1: Race, one of the most underrated Luger. managers in the history of the sport because he took hellacious bumps in and out the ring. He did a great job with, with, with Luger, and he did an even better job with the legendary Van Vader.
0: Yeah, we have on the commentary team Tony Schiavone and uh, Jim Ross, and I think they're a pretty good combination. Today. Oh,
1: they did a great job of this match. and um,
0: well, I mean,
1: in this third fall, after the power slam, it's all Simmons. The match is, is his. He throws Luger off the ring, right? And he tries to football tackle Luger. Luger gets out the way. And he football tackles the ring. And I love how Jim
0: Ross goes, Oh, did you see the ring shake? Yeah, he fucking hits the pose really hard. And, yeah. And, and then, uh, I think at this point, uh, Lex Luger was using the uh, pile driver. Oh, a- and
1: what I love about this, it, he leaped up and it wasn't your usual pile driver. It looked like he really fucked him up with that pile driver. So it, was
0: an, oh, it was an Orndorff pile driver. Yes, you know? but
1: he landed awkwardly, looked like he almost broke his neck with that pile driver. And yeah. right before he attempts the pile driver, Shivani goes, Hey, Jim. This is one of the greatest matches in WCW history. Look at them, the way the two of them go at each other. Luger, the driver, gets the pin, retains the WCW championship in a phenomenal match.
0: It was definitely the best, like power wrestler uh, match probably in history of, of, of that. of the match,
1: and we reviewed it on this on this show that I can remember that it was that good was when Simmons, less than a year later, defeats Van Vader for the WCW
0: championship. Yeah, that's another one for sure. So we have here, uh, but, you know, we ha- what we have here is we show that, like, nobody got hurt by this, by, you know, like, uh, Simmons did not get hurt by losing this match because the way he lost it. Like, he lost it no, in a No, because way that, he like, lost
1: it on a fluke. He had Luga right. ready. Luga moved. He hurt himself. And Luga won by luck. So, no. He got over with this. He got over even more by losing to Luger, which shows these fucking crybabies. Oh, I don't want a job. I don't want to do the job. Yeah,
0: you can do a job and still come out looking like a mess. You can look better, better with there. the job. Uh, the,
1: Ric Flair and The Rock proved that you can smell like roses by doing the job.
0: And and he does. And and um, he really looked like he had a you know a, a chance to win here. And the fans, man, they were going crazy. So. I think this was a win, especially, like you said, after the, the problems they were having in, at the Great American Bash. Looks like they're coming back strong yeah, here. Look,
1: the, the, you didn't hit one we won flair from the chat in this match.
0: No, yeah. Bro, because when
1: you got two guys giving it their all and giving a great performance, fuck that we won flair shit. You would, The fans are like, oh, wow, this is a great match.
0: Now, where is Ron Simmons coming from to become this big baby face? This was before Doom. This is after Doom. He um,
1: Butch Reed turns on him in early part of '91. He has a feud with Butch Reed. He wins that feud in a cage match in May of '91, and then he begins to beat Art Anderson. He beats guys to earn his shot at, Ron, at Lex Luger. And then afterwards, when Bill Watts takes over in the summer of '92, he makes Ron Simmons the world champion by defeating Vader. In a match we covered on in this program,
0: so that's where uh, uh, the the natural Butch Reed goes to WWF. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. He was the natural Butch Reed before he came to WCW to to form Doom with Ron Simmons.
0: Oh, okay. So did he leave the territory after, after he? After
1: he, he loses to to Ron Simmons in the in in feud of '91, he he goes back to WCW one more time in the fall of '92, not for long, and then basically retires to do rodeo work. He's been a rodeo for the last twenty-something years. He's been doing rodeo.
0: No oh, shit. <laughs>
1: he made one appearance on television. Remember, Teddy Long had that wedding. Um, yeah. Simmons and Butch Reed were both at the 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 the, the, the staged the the storyline bachelor party.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, Bron Simmons, man, what a career he had. Uh, just. Uh, WCW champion. Now, he wouldn't get the championship until much later, but... uh... No,
1: it would be less than a year later. This is, um... This match occurred in October of 91. He would win the title in August of
0: 92. Great, but didn't he regain it again, like, later, later on?
1: No, he would lose it in December of 92 back to Vader, and he would never be WCW. Matter of fact, after Bill Watts got thrown out of WCW, Eric Bischoff just Fucking shoved him down to, to to the opening match. Oh, really? So so
0: anyway, yeah yeah. I mean, he, he had a great career with uh, Mister. He uh, had a very
1: solid career. The, he had NBL. a great, and then when and the the uh, the what's that? The APA yeah, and uh, the Nation of Domination. Yeah. He was when he came to the WF until the day he retired. He was always in a in a big storyline, big angle. He had that big feud with Ahmed Johnson. So yeah. Farouk had a solid career and deserved it. He had a
0: he had an Undertaker uh, WrestleMania match, didn't he?
1: How, did he? I don't. I don't recall that. Oh, okay.
0: Or he, I know he had a big match with the Undertaker at one, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it could have been a Mania or somewhere else. But but yeah, he definitely like the guy found work, man, and, and there was a reason for it because he was a great athlete, and you could see it from this
1: match especially. And when he was the like leader, the, the leader of the Nation of Domination. Proved that he could do a, a great promo as well. Yeah,
0: and now now they just have him say damn all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so we were gonna uh, review the AJ Styles match, but we'll do that next time. We'll uh, do that next time.
1: We got a, We got a we 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 got a full load of shows on Sunday. We got Full Metal Jacket and Greatest Performance. Mike Tyson. As far as the next wrestling program, you know we're gonna do the AJ Styles. Minori- <laughs> talk about, and I'm going to throw in another WWF Classic and an NWA Classic. Got to be another Rick Sledder match in there next time on the program.
0: All right, man. Well, thanks, for everybody, for listening, and we will be back soon talking more greatest matches on the Pro Wrestling Opinion Show. Thanks, I'll
1: Talk to you Sunday. Good night, big man.
0: Take care.